A new crypto wallet from Jack seeks to be an all-in-one solution for cryptocurrency services. Good evening, I'm Stan Higgins, and this is Late Confirmation from Coindesk, bringing you the top stories from September 12th, 2018. On today's show, we'll look at a potential new rival to Bitmain, the launch of yet another stablecoin, and a crypto CEO recently released from police custody. And in a moment, we'll speak with Coindesk reporter Lee Quinn about Jax, its ambitions in creating an all-in-one crypto app, and some of the hurdles the company faces in achieving that vision. But first, a word from our sponsor. Master financial technology online with the 10-week Oxford FinTech program. Interacting with an international cohort of business leaders and over 60 guest experts, you'll gain a practical introduction to key financial technologies and their business applications. Find out more at OxfordExecFintech.com. Now I'd like to welcome back to the show our reporter, Lee Quinn, to talk about the new wallet released by Jack. So welcome back, Lee. Hey, glad to be here. So, you know, so I guess for our listeners who aren't familiar with the story, um, you know, what's the 30-second the TLDR on what Jax is actually launching today? Yeah, so Jax is a wallet provider, and they're probably best known for having a wide range of altcoins. And Jax Liberty, which is the product they launched today, is also a cryptocurrency wallet with lots of different altcoin capabilities, but it's also going to have built-in block explorers, news feeds, and the potential for integrations for services in the future like loans or invoicing or other kinds of um, features that might be related to that cryptocurrency wallet. Hmm, interesting. And, you know, it's kind of, as I understand it, is that Jax is trying, trying to create sort of like an all-in-one crypto app. Um, it's also worth noting, uh, based on your story, is that, you know, Decentral, the company behind Jax, uh, is looking to actually make some revenue from this, um, you know, charging for new assets being added, um, as well as getting a, a cut of the fees for uh, some of the services that other startups may uh, offer through Jax. Um, but I was curious, you know, so in your story, you talk about, you know, some of the uh, possible barriers that Jax may encounter, um, you know, trying to make this the all-in-one crypto app. Uh, so based on your reporting, you know, I guess, you know, what were some of the, I guess, you know, issues that were highlighted to you by your sources um, that could prove problematic for Jax? So Jax definitely does want to be the all-in-one crypto wallet. Some of the issues it might face are there are a lot of other crypto wallets that have similar features. And although Jax is definitely open to integrations from all different kinds of crypto companies, a lot of the companies that I uh, spoke with were not interested so far in integrating in Jax. And one of the things that will either make or break Jax Liberty will be getting those big integrations uh, with major companies across the space so that all the different apps that someone might have accessed across the space, they would be able to then access through Jax Liberty. That's only going to work if those companies want to integrate with the wallet. For sure. And, you know, I think, you know, um, you know one like particularly newsy uh, issue that, you know, that wound up in your story uh, was the recent announcement from Shapeshift, the cryptocurrency exchange, um, in which Shapeshift will be moving away from its longstanding no account model by which users aren't required to provide personal information in order to use Shapeshift. Now, Shapeshift, uh, in the weeks and months ahead, is going to move to uh, a new membership-based model. And as I understand it, uh, this is a bit of a problem for Decentral. So if you could kind of elaborate on that a bit more. Yeah, so Shapeshift is going to end up having 
having to do KYC or know your customer requirements in order to do conversions. Up until this point, Shapeshift had been the most lucrative integration that Jax had ever had. It's converted nearly $2 billion worth of cryptocurrencies. And the wallet user did not have to sign up and do different KYC in order to use that. So it's unclear how that revenue model, because Jax gets a little bit of the percentage from every conversion, how that's going to look in the future. There are other revenue streams that Jax Liberty is going to offer charging to list assets, um, charging to incorporate integrations up to a quarter million dollars per integration or per asset. So there are definitely other revenue streams available, but it's very unclear what the future of that shapeshift integration will look like. Hmm. Well, it'll be one we'll have to watch for more developments for. So uh, thanks for joining us, Lee, and uh, thanks for sharing the story. Thanks for having me. To read more of Lee's stories, you can follow her on Twitter at LA underscore underscore C-U-E-N. Late Confirmation is brought to you by Oxford University's Said Business School. You can now study fintech entirely online with Oxford University's Said Business School. The 10-week program gives you the tools you need to build the future of transactions and commerce. You'll explore emerging technologies that will disrupt marketplaces and financial services and examine the state of the industry and plan disruptive intra- and entrepreneurial interventions. Throughout the program, you'll be exposed to key ideas, principles, and frameworks from CEOs of leading startups, corporate leaders, and instructional leaders at the forefront of research in the space of future commerce and transactions. Find out more at OxfordExecFintech.com. Bitmain, arguably the king of Bitcoin mining today, is facing competition from a former employee who has the backing and technological know-how to potentially disrupt the company's dominant position. Yang Zhuoqing, the creator of the chip for the Antiminer S7, joined Bitmain's team in the spring of 2015 but went on to found his own manufacturer in June the following year. Bitway soon attracted notable Chinese crypto veterans like the co-founders of F2Pool, Wang Chun and Mao Shiqing, as well as Wu Ying, chairman of an investment firm called China Capital Group. With $20 million in hand, Yang is aiming to claim a piece of the crypto mining market share with the newly unveiled What's Miner chip. One of Bitway's advantages might be that it's free of any industry controversies, unlike Bitmain, which has drawn criticism for its efforts to conduct an initial public offering as well as its support for the Bitcoin Cash project. The conflict has already become visible. Last year, Bitmain filed a patent infringement lawsuit against Yang over Bitway's adoption of the so-called serial power circuit design for What's Miner. In response, Yang filed a claim to revoke Bitmain's patent, arguing that serial power supply circuit designs are widely used and documented. On April 8th, China's State Intellectual Property Office took Yang's side and invalidated Bitmain's patent. Blockchain startup Carbon is the latest to unveil a new stablecoin or a cryptocurrency designed in order to limit price volatility. Just days after Gemini and Paxos announced the launch of their own stablecoin initiatives, both backed by the NYDFS, the Ethereum-based Carbon USD has emerged. The team claims that the coin will use algorithmic price regulation and is now actively pursuing listings on cryptocurrency exchanges. Miles Albert, co-founder of Carbon, told Coindesk that the algorithm has already been tested and the new company will undergo a frequent third-party attestation to ensure that its tokens are fully backed by U.S. dollars. Carbon said it has been working on legal issues with Prime Trust, a blockchain-driven trust company. 
We're just a week away from the first ever Consensus Singapore. Since our first Consensus in 2015, our event series in New York has grown to encompass a wide array of industry stakeholders, and now we're taking the show on the road to Asia. Join us in Singapore on September 19th and 20th to see more than 75 speakers, tons of industry announcements, and plenty of opportunities. That's all happening in Singapore September 19th and 20th. Register today at coindesk.com slash events. Crypto exchange OKCoin's founder, Star Zhu, has been released from a police department in Shanghai after 24 hours spent assisting an investigation into investor accusations that OKX manipulated Bitcoin futures on its platform. Chinese business media outlet Kai Xin reported on Tuesday that since the night of September 10th in China time, Zhu has been answering questions for Shanghai police officials. According to Kai Xin, the dispute stemmed from complaints made by a group of investors who claimed they lost a significant amount of money in OKX due to a system crash they alleged the platform orchestrated. The investors went on to allege that their Bitcoin futures positions were forced liquidated on September 5th when the price of Bitcoin saw a major drop, but OKX's service crash in the meantime left them without enough time to clear their positions prior to the forced liquidation. As of press time, OKX has not published any statement on the alleged system issue, when questioned, a spokesperson told Coindesk that the company is, quote, not aware of such a problem. For more on today's stories and to subscribe to our newsletter, check out Coindesk.com. You can find us on Twitter at Coindesk. And if you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. For Coindesk, I'm Stan Higgins, and this has been Late Confirmation. The Podglomerate, a sonic universe.